0: Good morning. Good morning, brothers and sisters. Oh, I bless the Lord this morning. I honor him this morning. I lift my eyes to the hills, from whence cometh my help. He is my perfect peace. He is the one that I trust. Though some trust in chariots, but I put my trust in the Lord. Though some may trust in their wealth, but I put my trust in the Lord. For he giveth peace, not pieces. He is the Alpha, he is the Omega. He is the beginning and he is the end. I bless him this morning for his mercy. For his mercy it's new every morning. He causes us to lie down and sleep. And He watches over us. And He wakes us up in the morning and sets us on our way. What a loving God. What a merciful God. What a caring God. My God. Oh, He's an awesome God. And this morning, I bless Him for the breath that I breathe. A blessing this morning. For the people he surrounds me with. I bless the Lord this morning for calling me into his ministry to protect me, to keep me. I bless the Lord this morning for the families. I bless the Lord this morning for my family. I bless the Lord this morning for entrusting to my care his ministry. I bless the Lord this morning for the gift given to me. I bless the Lord this morning for the opportunity given to me to serve his people. I cherish it. And I bless him for it. And I glorify him for it. For he could have taken a rock he could have taken other creation but he chose someone like me to work through to speak through to move through and i bless the lord that i can be an instrument to reach his people this morning I want to welcome you to the voice of grace. The city of transformation, the city of grace, the city of peace, the city of mercy, the city of truth, the city of love. You are welcome this morning to join us in a time of Bible study our devotion this morning. As we do it every morning on this podcast, this morning we turn our Bible again to the book of Mark, chapter 6. As we finish up chapter 6, I'd encourage you to hear what God has to say. And I pray that it will motivate us it would stir us up. It would encourage us. It would move us this morning to be like the people of Genesaret. So turn with me to Mark chapter 6, verses 53. Two fifty-six. I read this morning from the New King James Version. And it reads, When they had crossed over, they came to the land of Genesaret and angered there. And when they came out of the boat immediately, the people recognized him ran through that whole surrounding region and began to carry about on beds those who were sick to wherever they heard he was. Wherever he entered, into villages, cities, or the country, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him that they might just touch the hand of his garment. And as many as touched him were made well. What a beautiful passage this morning. If you were to ask me this morning, what is it that you want us to take from this passage? I will say to each and every one of us, a community, a city, a society, a nation that cares for each other, a church that cares for each other, a congregation that cares for each other, a group of people that cares for each other, a community that cares for each other, a city that cares for each other, a society that cares for each other, a nation that cares for each other. That's what I see in this passage. First and foremost, if you notice, your journey started without Jesus. But a journey ended with Jesus in the boat. Your life may have started without Jesus. But I come this morning to say, your life does not have to end without Jesus. Jesus can be in your boat this morning. Jesus can be in your relationship this morning. Jesus can be invited into your career this morning. Jesus can be invited into your family this morning. Jesus can be invited into your dispute and the things that are dying right in your hands. Jesus can be invited. Some of us may have started our journey of life without recognizing who Jesus is. But today you can do the same by recognizing and aligning Him and inviting Him into your life, your ministry, your family, your relationships, or whatever troubles that you're faced with. You can invite Him. If you notice, the Bible says, as the crossover. This is your season to cross over. This is your moment to cross over. This is your time to cross over. You don't have to continuously remain in the storm. You don't have to continuously remain in the pain that you are in. You don't have to continuously remain in the abuse that you are in. You don't have to continuously remain in the molestation that you are in. You don't have to remain in the unforgiveness that you are in. You can cross over now. You can cross over this morning with Jesus. You can cross over. Cross over, my brother. Cross over, my sister. Cross over. How long have you gone through the pain? How long have you gone through... The struggles? How long have you gone through the anger? How long have you gone through the frustration? How long have you gone through the depression? How long have you gone through the suicidal thoughts? How long? How long have you gone through the cancer? How long have you gone through the sickness? How long have you gone through the lying on the sick bed and just remaining on the sick bed? How long? You can cross over now. You see, when Jesus crossed over with the disciples, they came to the land of Genesaret. Mind you, let me tell you about the the Genesaret was just a fertile plain. And this fertile plain that you and I, we are looking at, it was on the north shore of Galilee and the west of the Jordan River. Look at a place that was fertile, but the people in the place were sick. You have more sick people. You have more people in need. Look at you and I in a country that is fertile. But we have so much problems. We have so much divisions. We have so much anger. We have so much brutality. We have so much hurt. We have so much pain. We have so much sickness. Oh, Jesus. They were in a fertile land. They were along the river Jordan where they were able to fish. It was a place of trade. Ships could enter, boats could enter. They had a good economy, but yet there were so many who were sick. A community that is so fertile, but is sick. A community with so much pastors, so much women and men of God, but is still sick. A society with so much wealth, but is still sick. A a, a nation with so much wealth, so much potential so much greatness but it has so much that are sick lying on the bed of affliction lying on the bed of of pain of diseases lying on the bed of blindness lying on the bed oh lying on the bed a divisiveness, lying on the bed of dehumanization, lying on the bed of so much conflict. When Jesus entered the land and and their boat anger, uh, the Bible says when Jesus got out of the boat, the people recognized him. This morning, allow Christ to come out of you that people will recognize Him. Allow Christ to come out of your boat, come out of your life that people will recognize Him. In a time, in a time like this, in a tough time, in a difficult time, in a rough time like this, The Bible says when Jesus came out, look at why I call this a community that cares. When they recognized Jesus, immediately the Bible says they ran throughout that whole surrounding region and they began to carry about on bed and not just bed, but beds. Those who were sick. To wherever they heard he was. Whether it was their mom. Whether it was their sisters. Whether it was their brothers. Whether it was their aunts, their uncles, their nieces, their nephews. Whether it was their next door neighbor. The community cares about their community. They've been wondering how can we live in a community that is so fertile, but yet still we got so much sick people. How can we live in a church that is so fertile, full of so much blessings, but yet we got so much that are sick? How can we be in a nation that is so great and so powerful, a nation that has so much wealth? But yet, so much are sick, so much are homeless, so much are hopeless, so much are in pain, so much are locked up, so much are in prison, so much being abused, so much being insulted, so much being brutal, beaten, killed, murdered, lied on, and the list goes on. And so the Bible tells me that when in the surrounding region, while other regions were driving Jesus out of their town, this town, this community was running to bring all the sick to the master, to the doctors of all doctors, to the healer, to the one who will give hope. The Bible says They brought them, I wish this morning, we as a community, we as a nation, we as a society, we as cities, will begin to bring the sick. For when the sick are healed, we're even more better, more greater than anything else. It is my hope and my prayer that those who hear these words this morning will have a heart like the genocirians who have a heart to go out and bring all the sick. Instead of talking about the sick, instead of pointing fingers to the sick, instead of dehumanizing the sick, instead of cursing out the sick, instead of casting out the sick, instead of just downgrading or degrading or disgracing the sick, they brought the sick to wherever. Jesus was. Instead of being judgmental, instead of criticizing, instead of destroying the sick, bring the sick to where Jesus is. The Bible says, Wherever he entered into villages, into cities of the country, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and they begged him that they might touch the hand of his garment. I come this morning to say to us, we as group of people, we as a nation, we as a community. We as a nation, we as a city, we as a society must join together and bring all the sick and plead with God that God will heal them. For when my brother is in pain, I'm in pain. For when my sister is in pain, I'm in pain. When my sister has a cancer, I have a cancer too. It's time for us to bring the nation to God, even with this COVID-19. It's time for us to bring our fathers who have left to home, bring them to God this morning. Our mothers and, and brothers and sisters, it's time for us to bring them to the Lord and begged that God would touch them, that pray that God would touch them, pray that God would heal them, pray that God would move in them. Oh, this is the season to cross over from hate to love. This is the time to cross over from pointing fingers to caring. This is the time for us to cross over from selfishness From self centeredness to being Christ centered. This is the moment, this is the season, my brothers and sisters, to reset. It's a season. It's a season that is new. It's a season that we begin to look out for our neighbor. It is a season. That we look at for those who are sick, for those who are defenceless, for those who are oh, it's time for us to look at for the for those who are out there, homeless, those who are cast out. It is time to look out for the orphan. It's time for us to cross over from abusing people to helping people. It is time. A community, a community that cares. A community that loves. A community that embrace a community that stand together a community that walk together a community that speaks the same thing a community that is perfectly joined together a community that is perfectly Together, a community that have the same love, a community that have the same earnest care, a community that have the same mind, a community that know, even though they have different diversities of gifts, but has the same spirit. A community that take the same steps. A community that have the same spirit of faith. A community that live by the same rule. A community that have the same diligence. I close with these words this morning. How good and pleasant it is when God's people Live together in unity. It is like a precious oil, point on the head and running down on the beard, running down on Aaron's beard, down on the collar of his robe. It is as if the dude of, of Herman. We're falling on Mount Zion. For there the Lord bestowed his blessings and even life forevermore. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. God bless you.